2: Healing as they prepare to lead the nation. Here's White House correspondent Greg Clugston. Celebrating his election as the 46th president, Biden said this is the time to heal in
3: America.
0: It's time to put away the harsh rhetoric, lower the temperature.
3: He pledged to be a leader who seeks not to divide but to unify. At a victory party in Delaware, Biden was introduced by Kamala Harris, who will be the first female vice president.
4: While I'm may- the first woman in this office, I will not be the last.
3: She said every little girl watching will see that this is a country of possibilities. Greg
5: Clugston, Washington.
2: President Trump has not conceded the election and votes continue to be counted as lawyers are filing suits as well. This is SRN News. Bad
1: decisions limit future options. Make enough bad decisions and you destroy your life. Listen to The Flatline with your host, Rick Hughes, every Sunday morning at 730 here on AM 1280 The Patriot. The Flatline describes a main line of resistance in your soul built on God's word. Join us every Sunday for 30 minutes of inspiration, motivation, education, all without manipulation.
0: The Flatline with Rick Hughes, every Sunday morning at 730 here on AM 1280 The Patriot.
1: The Closer edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network with The Closer himself, Brad Carlson, is coming up next year on a beautiful Sunday just after 1 here at AM 1280 The Patriot. Thank you for joining us. Your forecast calls for a windy day. It's going to be nice out there, but breezy. There's a wind advisory in effect until tonight. Mostly sunny skies throughout the day, 72 for the high. Breezy into the overnight down to 64. A chance of showers and thunderstorms for Monday and maybe a chance of snow by Monday night. We'll keep you updated here at AM 1280 The Patriot. Find us online at am1280thepatriot.com.
0: The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer, Brad Carlson.
5: Brad Carlson, thanks as always for tuning in. Hey, now I can hear myself. It is me, Brad Carlson, with the closer edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Thanks, as always, for tuning in, folks. Here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, you can use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag. Whoa, that was kind of an abrupt ending to the uh, music there, consigliere, but uh, we will adjust on the fly. <laughs> Apologies. I'm trying to figure out the mic
0: situation here.
5: <laughs> ah, we're doing it on the fly, so it's it's all good. Uh, it is a beautiful day out there, as you heard Consigliere talking about going to get up to 72 degrees. We, we were we were chatting a little bit before the show uh, outside, uh, about an hour before showtime, like, John, let's just do the show outside. Come on, man. We can make it work. Uh, you know, just kind of carry one of those uh, handheld packs and a microphone. No think, problem. No yeah. problem. <laughs> but no, uh, we are in the Patriot Bunker. Good to be with you as always. Um, what's you talk about today? Anything in particular that you have on your mind? Uh, I'm sure you folks uh, obviously have been inundated uh, this past uh, week for um, the past week regarding the election. Election Day took place this past Tuesday, and I got to thinking about it. You know, this is my third Sunday broadcast after a presidential election day. Uh, of course, I, was, uh, I first started the show in June of 2011. And so 2012, 2016, 2020, all presidential election years, I did a show the following Sunday after Election Day to kind of provide a recap, kind of look back. And as uh, we've been hearing, uh, Joe Biden was projected to be the winner of the 2020 election. Uh, President Trump has yet to concede. It is, he's made it very clear he is bringing a lot of the uh, uh, results from specific states to a court. Uh, to challenge the results, saying there were irregularities, uh, even alleging fraud. Now, the president is alleging fraud in a lot of his speeches he's giving, a lot of his press conferences he's holding. But from what I understand, the actual lawsuits and the affidavits filed with these lawsuits doesn't really point out specifics. So to me, this is very, very, very irresponsible of the president to cite cases of Actual fraud when there is no hard evidence. You know, I, I'm all for uh, making sure that everything was transparent, uh, going through, going over all the procedures, how ballots were counted, everything else. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, I, I'm, I'm, ske- to say I'm skeptical is an understatement. I'm skeptical that there is going to be enough to flip the race in his favor. And I, you know, we'll we'll probably talk more about that in the coming weeks about the lawsuits regarding uh, or alleging uh, election fraud, voter fraud. Uh, but I, I want to recap the results today. Going forward, on the assumption that Joe Biden is indeed the forty sixth president of the United States, was that a complaint, by the way,
1: Consigliere? No, just inquiry. I'll let you know during the break.
5: Oh, no, that's fine. I just It's kind of a bit we have here. Whenever we get a phone call, and they'll want to come on the air. Is that a complaint? What? Come on now. So No, it's all good. No, no,
1: nope, I'll look into it, and we'll talk about the break.
5: <laughs> so uh, I, I'm not going to really talk about that, but I am going to, again, go forward and say that despite the president losing re-election, and again, I'm going forward on that assumption that he has lost re-election because I don't think... These lawsuits are going to find enough to overturn the results. You know, again, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll gladly uh, indicate where I was wrong, if indeed I am wrong. But I don't think I am. But that having been said, someone said this on Twitter, and I thought it was I, I thought it was dead on. This election perfectly encapsulized uh, America in general in that. They were tired of Trump, but also are not ready to turn the keys over to a progressive utopia. Because you remember uh, a month before the election when Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away and Mitch McConnell said, you know, expressed his condolences and said the president will uh, appoint, will nominate a replacement and the Senate will hold a hearing for that replacement, and then an up-or-down vote for confirmation, which ultimately happened with Amy Coney Barrett being confirmed to the Supreme Court a couple of weeks ago. And when that happened, progressives like uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, uh, a.k.a. Tide Potavita, as well as Ilhan Omar, you know, our own Ilhan Omar here in Minnesota's 5th con- Congressional District, all these other uh, progressive politicos said, well, that's it, Time to ex- time to expand the court, we're gonna pack the court uh we're going to uh have free health care uh we're gonna have free this free that uh there's going to be climate change initiatives I'd say it's gonna be a blue wave the Republicans this is a bridge too far even though they did what the Constitution permits them to do okay they didn't they didn't break any rules right you may you may argue again that there was skullduggery afoot and that they maybe reneged on what you thought was a promise to not hold hearings during the during a presidential election year for Supreme Court justice. I'm not going to go down that road again. But the point is the progressives were no holds barred, and it bit them in the tuchus because what was supposed to be a blue wave where they would win the presidency handily, by the way, and right now Joe Biden is slated to win by about 3% popular vote, Which they projected he would win by 8 to 10 percent. And they talked about an electoral college landslide. What's ironic is Joe Biden is on pace to get 306 electoral votes, which was the electoral vote total Donald Trump got in 2016. And you also look at it, there were uh, three states in uh, 2016. uh, Tom Bevan with uh, Real Clear Politics pointed this out three states in 2016. Uh, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin, which President Trump won by a total of 77,000 votes. And then in 2020, as of right now, Joe Biden, between Pennsylvania, Georgia, and Arizona, won by just over 70,000 votes. So that just shows you that had, um, say, 35,000 people uh, switch their votes, 36,000 people switch their votes in, in those three states, Pennsylvania, Georgia, and Arizona you know, say it was about 21,000 switch them and voted different for Trump instead of Biden in Pennsylvania, you know, 5,000 vote for uh, Trump instead of Biden in Georgia, and 10, about 10,000 vote for Trump over Biden in Arizona. Then the, the election would have swung to Trump. So it was very close. And Nate Silver, with the with the uh, ultimate uh, straw man non sequitur, he says, wow, boy, Hillary, you know, President Trump turns out uh, that, Joe Biden's going to get 306 electoral votes and have a popular vote victory. Yet Hillary Clinton was supposed, was being labeled by Trump people as the biggest loser in the history of presidential politics. And she also only garnered 232 electoral votes, which is what President Trump's going to end up. with. Well, yeah, but the difference is Hillary Clinton was a heavy, 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 heavy favorite to defeat Donald Trump up until a couple of weeks before the election. So that's why. That, that's why she earned the moniker as one of the biggest losers in, in history, not because of the margin of victory, but <clears throat> I digress. So my point is, this was supposed to be a blue way. The, the Democrats spend un, an unconscionable amount of money in these Senate races, Senate races that they thought they could pick up. Because remember, they needed a net gain of four Senate seats in order to take over the U.S. Senate. So with Alabama going to flipping back to the Republicans, then that meant the Democrats had to pick off five Republican-held seats. And in their minds, it was a fait accompli that Cory Gardner in Colorado, Martha McSally in Arizona, and Susan Collins in Maine were going to lose reelection. That would be three, so they needed two more. And they poured unconscionable amounts of money in Montana— against Republican Steve Daines, South Carolina against Republican Lindsey Graham. In Kentucky against the majority leader, Mitch McConnell, and in Texas against John Cornyn. I mean this was it. This is this is kind of, the, the Republic the Democrats approach Texas a lot like we hear in many people here in, in Minnesota say, Oh, that's it. This is it. Minnesota's finally going red. It's finally going to happen. Minnesota's finally going to flip flip Republican. And it never happens and it really is never close. 2016 was an anomaly when President Trump got within a point and a half, but that was an anomaly. It was it was a fluke. It was. I'm sorry it was. And the Democrats, which already had 232 members in the US House, they were supposed to expand upon that and get maybe another 5 to 10 seats. And all of a sudden, if they get the 5 to 10 seats, they're up over 240 members, which would strengthen their majority, and probably put it out of reach for the Republicans in the first midterm under a under a Biden administration in 2022. So this was supposed to be a blue wave, and, and not to mention state legislatures, because the legislatures that are elected, the state legislatures that are elected this cycle, they're going to be the ones tasked with redrawing the congressional district lines in their respective states. And that was Eric Holder's big pet project, is to coordinate flipping Republican-held state legislatures around the country to DFL legislatures so they can redraw the congressional lines. And remember, that was another thing that uh, progressives said was going to happen after the Republicans confirmed Amy Coney Bear to the Supreme Court. They were going to expand the court. They were going to expand the welfare state. And they were going to engage in gerrymandering. In fact, Tinky Winky, uh, Majority Leader Ryan Winkler here in the Minnesota House, uh, he basically fat out said that Ger- he called it gerrymandering, so gerrymandering is a good thing now, huh and uh it, it didn't it didn't come to fruition, so all of that were the ex- those were all the expectations the Democrats had going into Tuesday night, and looking at the polls you you had to wonder it's like okay, okay, um boy, that's if these polls are correct, yeah, it's gonna look like a long night for Republicans. So my thing was my only glimmer of hope was you know what if 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 we get nothing else i just want one thing and one thing only and that is for republicans to hang on to the majority in the Minnesota state senate because that is literally the only backstop between as Mitch calls him governor clink aka governor tim walls and the substantial majority in the Minnesota house enacting a progressive utopia of gun control and tax increases, even though businesses have dried up and people are unemployed. So I don't know where you're going to get the tax revenue from, but I digress. The Minnesota Senate is the only backstop and they've been the only backstop uh, trying to prevent governor Klink from enacting his emergency powers every 30 days while the house keeps abdicating their responsibility and giving him the ability to extend his peacetime powers every 30 days. So, that was the only thing I hope for. i says if if the Republicans keep the Minnesota state Senate, and again, they had a thirty five to thirty two majority, very razor thin majority, then everything else, as far as I'm concerned, is a bonus. And did we get a few bonuses? Yeah, despite President Trump likely losing reelection overall. I say it was a net win for Republicans on Tuesday night. Why? I'll come back and talk a little bit more about it at 651-289-4488 if you'd like to call and weigh in on any of these topics. You can also uh, weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere.
1: look at all these options
0: you can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream the patriot top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com our free app and radio.com with united healthcare medicare advantage plans there's so much to take advantage of like zero dollar copays on hundreds of prescription drugs wow Uh pick up at your local pharmacy or take advantage of free delivery To learn more, visit AdvantageWow.com. Wow,
6: Uh uh-huh.
0: That's AdvantageWow.com.
7: Zero-dollar copay may be restricted to particular tiers, preferred medications, or mail-order prescriptions during the initial coverage phase and may not apply during the cuff-to-cap or catastrophic stage. Free delivery with preferred mail-order pharmacies. Wow. I like a bed that's really firm.
8: I need something a little softer than that. Rest easy. With the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed, you can both adjust your comfort with your Sleep Number setting. Can
7: it really help me fall asleep faster?
8: Yes, by gently warming your feet. Okay, but can it help keep us asleep? It senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you effortlessly comfortable. Sleep Number, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. It's our Veterans Day weekend special. Save $1,000 on the Queen Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed, now $17.99, plus free delivery when you add a base. Ends Wednesday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com.
7: We're Diamond and Silk, and we have a new book coming out called Uprising. The Awakening of Diamond and Silk. It's about how we overcame poverty and hardship by not letting anyone else define who we are, what we can do, or who we are supposed to vote for. And guess what? You can do it, too. That's right. And we want you to hear our personal story for the first time.
0: Uprising, the new book by Diamond and Silk. Available at Amazon or wherever books are sold.
3: Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at Minneapolis.SalemSurround.com.
5: Welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. It is me, Brad Carls. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. Here to take your calls, 651-289-4488. You got us away weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show. For any comments or questions, always, we appreciate you tuning in. Yeah, it appears uh, President Donald Trump will not be reelected. He will lose reelection uh, court. Uh, Litigation is pending, of course, but I don't think it's going to change the outcome that Joe Biden is the 46th president of the United States. However, however, there were undeniable positives for the Republicans after Tuesday night when it was thought, or at least some people speculated, that it was going to be a blue wave. And once again, um, polling, uh, pre-election day polling, uh, I, I can't sugarcoat it. It sucked. It did. It was terrible. Yeah, again, once again, they missed. They they, they, they missed this one. Uh, again, they, they may have got the president right, but it was hardly a 10-point a popular vote win and an electoral landslide for Joe Biden. That didn't happen. But Margaret Sullivan in the, with the Washington Post, I'll just read a couple of excerpts from this. Uh, after uh, consuming hours of news on Tuesday night and observing the election results thus far, there are a few things we can be certain of. That we should never again put as much stock in public opinion polls and those who interpret them as we've grown accustomed to doing. Polling seems to be irrevocably broken, or at least our understanding of how seriously to take it is. The supposedly commanding lead that Joe Biden carried for weeks didn't last very long into Tuesday evening. This was a lead, remember, that many predicted could result in a landslide Biden victory, help turn the Senate blue and bring the Democrats amazing victories in red states like Ohio and Florida. It didn't take long for that dream to dissipate into a much more typical process of divvying up the states into red and blue with a lot of unknowns added in. But none of it amounted to the clear repudiation of Trump that a lot of the polling caused us to think was coming. As for the New York Times needle that projected results for Georgia, North Carolina, and Florida, just as in 2016 the way the graphic twitched and swerved throughout the evening once again was capable of provoking a heart attack, or depending on your politics, nausea. So, I want to cover one aspect they missed, and and I, even I missed this. I said that the that the uh, Democrats would hang on, not only hang on to the House, but that they would even increase their majority. And the exact opposite happened. They uh, well, they kept the majority, but it's going. To, it's not going to be a mandate like Nancy Pelosi has said it's going to be. Like I said, the Democrats going into Tuesday night had 232 members. Right now, they are, if, if the results hold the way they currently are, uh, the Re- Democrats would be down to 225 seats. That would be a gain of seven for the Republicans. And there are still some other races in the midst of, of being counted. There are others that are subject to a recount that if all goes well for the GOP, that they get some of the rest of these states or these seats that are still competitive and still in question, they could tack on another uh, six. So the de- the Republicans could flip a total of 13 seats. That would give the Democrats a 219 to 216 majority, basically a dead heat in the U.S. House. That That's incredible. So you have Joe Biden coming in where his party will have a small majority, at best a a modest majority, and at worst a razor thin majority in the U.S. House, and be in the minority in the U.S. Senate, because as of right now, there's 50 Republicans, 48 Democrats, and two Georgia senators are going to a runoff in early January. Both of which should, uh, both Republican senators, should be reelected, and therefore to be 52 Republican members. And guess what? There's been more scuttle about Joe Manchin of West Virginia switching parties from Democrat to Republican. I don't know how serious that is, but suppose that happens. The Republicans would have 53 seats in the Senate, which was the exact number they started with going into Tuesday. Remember how they were supposed to flip all these seats? These Senate seats, or there was a chance where? I mean, they they, they said Arizona, Martha McSally in Arizona, Cory Gardner in Colorado are as good as gone. Both of that came to fruition. But they also said Susan Collins in Maine was as good as gone. Susan Collins, okay, she was gone, right? She won by nine points in her race in Maine. Susan Collins. She never led in any of these polls that they were projecting ahead of time. And she won by nine points. So Susan Collins easily reelected. Let's look at some of the Senate races. Uh, Here's some of the money that was raised by the Democrat uh, opponents in these four in these four states uh, Jamie Harrison opposed Lindsey Graham in South Carolina he raised 109 million Amy McGrath went against uh, Mitch McConnell in Kentucky she raised 90 million uh, Sarah Gideon in the aforementioned Maine race against Susan Collins raised 70 million and MJ Hager MJ Hagar uh, raised 24 million in Texas to oppose John Cornyn so if I'm doing my math quickly that's nearly three. million raised in those four states alone. And the closest the Democrats got among those four races was the main race I just mentioned. Nine points. They wasted $300 million on these states. And I haven't even mentioned how much they spent in Iowa where Joni Ernst was reelected and in Montana where Steve Daines was reelected. Both were reelected by five or six points. They weren't close. None of these were close; they missed badly on that one. And the good news for this, this uh, this election cycle, is Republicans they made inroads in the House with uh, with women as well as Hispanic voters. And one of the things where Republicans were dinged after the twenty eighteen midterms is the lar- the vast majority of their caucus in the U.S. House was white men. And right away, God bless Elise Stefanik, Congresswoman out of New York, she got right on that and started seriously with the candidate recruitment. This is from Karen Townsend at Hot Air. We can thank Representative Elise Stefanik, a young New York Republican woman who just won her fourth term in the U.S. House of Representatives for a wave of Republican victories. Republicans picked up seats despite the fact we were told the election would be a blue wave election. The newsworthy part of the story is that Republican seats were gained by women, minorities, and veterans. Stefanik took a leadership role in the aftermath of the 2018 election when Democrats did see a blue wave in the House. A large group of Democrat women won House seats. The victories of those Democrat women were the toast of the town. The media wrote story after story about them and what a fabulous accomplishment it was to leave the, to have them in the House. Pelosi took several of them under her wing and gave them some plum committee assignments despite being freshman members. She put a, a freshman Democrat woman from Houston, a Latina, on the House managers team during the Trump impeachment. Have you been reading about the success of the GOP during this election cycle in recruiting and investing in Republican women? There has been very little coverage about it because it goes against the narrative. The media do the bidding of Democrats and do the bidding of Democrats and to hear them report there are no women Republicans, just misogynist old white men. Stefanik made her made it her mission to find and encourage conservative women to run for office. The results speak for themselves. Now, both she and House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy call election night the night of Republican women. We may end up with 25 Republican women in the House. And there is another Republican woman in the Senate, too. Cynthia Loomis defeated Mayor of Ben David in the race for Wyoming's open U.S. Senate seat. Loomis will become the first woman to represent Wyoming in the Senate. Loomis is a former member of the House. There were six seats flipped from Democrat to Republican. Thanks to these women, the number, uh, the numbers of Democrat pickups in the house didn't happen. The Republican victories, the Democrats and their cohorts in the media, thanks to, uh, or excuse me, the Republican victory surprised the Democrats and their cohorts in the media. Thanks to overly optimistic polling and Democrat talking points. Yet instead of celebrating such success, the news is muted. Uh, not really surprising there, and here 's some other numbers. I love data uh, here This is from the Washington Examiner. polling data from Tuesday night suggests President Trump earned the highest share of the non white vote for any Republican candidate since nineteen sixty Political strategist Adrian Gray posted preliminary data showing Trump earning twenty six percent of the non white vote, which would register as the highest share since 1960, with many states across the country still tallying votes. NBC exit polling shows Trump winning 26% of the non-white vote compared to 72% for Democrat presidential nominee Joe Biden. If that polling holds, Trump will have secured more non-white voters than any Republican since Nixon's 32% in 1960 when he lost to President John F. Kennedy. Florida exit polling shows a similar trend, with Trump winning 3 out of 10 non-white votes An increase from 2 out of 10 in 2016. Again, that is according to Reuters. So Trump may have ultimately lost re-election, but there's no question, as a Republican presidential candidate, he has done more to expand the demographics and the coalition of the Republican Party than any presidential candidate in recent history. That, absolutely worthy of being lauded. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere.
8: Are you sick and tired of fake news and half-truths? Hi, Alex Hartman here of REMAX Results. If you're considering selling a property this fall, please listen closely. The market is hot. Inventory is low. That's all real and factual news. But beware, in today's world, fake news would have you believe you have to hire a big real estate team to sell your house. What they don't tell you is that they may pawn you off on a new rookie agent selling their very first home, or worse yet, a part-timer. The fact is, most people would prefer to work with a proven real estate agent who understands both the marketplace and their needs, and will see their transaction through from start to finish. That is what I am, and that's what I do. When you call me, Alex Hartman, you get me and my proven track record of results. So if you like the idea of working with a like-minded Patriot listener, please give me a call for a free market analysis. Call me directly at 651-334-5000. That's 651-334-5000. Or go to resultsbyalex.com.
7: Hi, I'm Karen, owner of Lone Star Transfer. If you're a timeshare owner, getting out is probably a top priority. And now that annual maintenance fees are coming due, this ongoing burden and expense is at the top of your list. Thankfully, we can help. Let us do for you what we have done for thousands of others across the country. Our process is done legally, ethically, and quickly. Lone Star Transfer has a 99% success rate and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. We are a family-owned business and will personally make sure your experience is a pleasant one. Don't let another day go by with maintenance fees taking your hard-earned money. Give us a call for a no-obligation consultation at 844-284-4863. That's 844-284-4863. Or online at LoneStarTransfer.com. That's LoneStarTransfer.com.
2: Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. Welcome back, AM
5: 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Welcome back. Good to hear from
4: you.
5: 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag show. And by the way, uh, the Democrats didn't pick up a single state legislative chamber in 2020. So the Republicans are in a very strong position in various in all states to have a hand in redistricting. So it's not going to be gerrymandered in favor of Democrats. Republicans also, against expectations, won the New Hampshire State Senate and the Alaska State House. So if there was anything going on, Republicans were they were the ones making the flips. The only flip is looks to be the president of the United States. And Guy Benson also pointed out Democratic House speakers. When you're a speaker of the House for a party. When, it, when a party assigns you the Speaker of the House when you're the majority party in a legislature, that means you are in a pretty safe seat to win re-election. Well, Democrat Speakers of the House in deep blue Rhode Island and Vermont lost their re-election bids to Republicans. I mean, come on. There, there's something going on here. They People may have suffered from Trump fatigue, including many Republicans. That's why you saw so much split-ticket voting where a lot of Republican congressional candidates outpaced Trump in their respective districts and won, whereas Trump fell short, okay? Because they say, well, there's some good things going on with the Republicans and, well, we're not really wild about socialism, which a lot of these Democrats are, are proposing. So we can have both. We can maybe uh, toss Trump and make sure that socialism doesn't get a foothold in this country. So, um, like I say, there are definite amount of positives uh this isn't a glass half full type of situation these are undeniable positives if you're a conservative republican no doubt about it uh, i want to take a caller on online once she chose not to uh leave her name but uh she is uh, patiently waiting on hold welcome to the northern alliance radio network you are on the air
4: Yes, I was just wondering, is there ever going to be a time in our history when the Democrats don't just be able to steal elections like they want to? And this election, they were aiming at getting Biden in there. They didn't maybe expect these other Republicans winning. You tell me in two years, I'll tell you one thing. They're going to be cheating on those other ones and nothing's going to happen to them unless Republicans start to speak out and start to do something about it. I mean, you don't know how disgusting it is to know when you vote, and you're saying, well, there's these split tickets. I doubt they were split tickets. I think there is, if you're stealing pre- President Trump, and they're voting for those all those other ones, you can't tell them, I don't believe it, and I think there's corruption going on, and they get away with it, nothing. I mean, I'd be so shocked, if, and even if something does happen to any of these people, they already got their vote, fake votes, and I can't believe what how bad it was. It was the worst I've ever seen. I mean, uh, these people, nothing happens to them. There's got to be some kind of a new system, and I don't know what it is, but my God, it's just so disgusting. And I'll tell you, those people aren't going to get elected. Republicans aren't going to get elected to these elections. They don't, they don't lift a finger to to fight this. Every single Republican except Romney, who's worried about his son, and you notice how he's so concerned about his, uh, how we all have to get together now. No, I don't think we have to get together. I think we have to try to fight this thing and uncover the scandal that's going on. And then I'd also like to say, and I did it myself yesterday. I canceled my can I canceled cable.
5: Okay, thank you very much. Um, like I say, I I'm all for fighting against voter fraud if it exists, but there's this thing you need called evidence. There has to be hard evidence of fraud, and the president is bringing se- lawsuits against several states over voting irregularities. And from the affidavits, there really isn't any specific citations. Of actual fraud, you need evidence. I, I get it's frustrating, and people are questioning the results. People say, "Well, uh, how can all these members of Congress outpace uh, President Trump in these in these election cycles?" It is possible to have Trump fatigue. It is possible to say Trump had had some exceptional policies that the Republicans that were elected need to continue because they are very popular with demographics of voter the voter base that Republicans haven't drawn in consistently. Okay? I mean, so again, there needs to be hard evidence. Ma'am, I appreciate your call, appreciate your passion, but there has to be evidence. There has to be evidence. Just just because you lose by big margins and you don't expect to lose by big margins doesn't mean it's fraud. I mean I'm sorry. I I, I want I want hard evidence. I'm not going down conspiracy road or anything like that. There has been some irregularities uh, uncovered and they need to be addressed. And perhaps this is a mantle that the Republicans can take on. Who's to say? I hope they do. But I appreciate the call uh, nonetheless. But, yeah, uh, I think Eric Erickson, a conservative radio host, uh, encapsulated this uh, very well. He, uh, When it was announced, uh, oh, by the way, um, yeah, this was Eric Erickson. He wrote a piece at a, um, where was this, at uh, substack.com you by the way definitely subscribe to his substack page it's com. eric uh, writes some ter- uh, terrific stuff he is a former uh, uh former editor in chief with redstate.com as well as the and is a radio host and uh i'll read this this is a piece titled messenger versus the message Uh, Joe Biden will be the next president of the United States. Contrary to some highly irresponsible claims, Biden will not win by theft, but by the people actually voting for him. It frustrates me to see my own party demanding lawfully cast ballots not be counted. I am opposed to counting ballots that show up after Election Day. I think ballots need to be in by Election Day. Those that arrive by Election Day need to be counted, and those votes will hand Biden the presidency. There are issues for which GOP should force accountability in the vote, including the Pennsylvania Supreme Court wanting to accept all ballots, including those that show up after Election Day. But the GOP should not be so willfully trying to claim a stolen election. Democrats are not out-manufacturing tens of thousands of votes, and Republicans who think, that, who think that need psychotherapy. Again, this is Eric Erickson's words, not mine. Hanging on to... Uh, That hanging on to that grievance and playing the victim also will cause Republicans to lose sight of just how well they did. Donald Trump may have lost, but Republicans held the United States Senate, added seats to the House of Representatives, gained a state legislative chamber while holding all their others, and picked up a gubernatorial seat. Republicans will control redistricting for congressional and state legislative races in most states for the next decade, despite losing the White House. That is a very good thing. That success also is more, uh, more evidence the election was not stolen. Stealing the presidency and not the Senate so Republicans can block the president's agenda and deny him his judicial picks really would be a waste of time. Stealing the presidency while also ensuring the GOP can control the majority of redistricting for the next decade would be silly. Donald Trump clearly brought more black and Hispanic voters into the GOP than prior Republican nominees. They came for two issues, jobs and education. If Republicans are able to show non-white voters that they will give their kids good educations and help them compete on a level playing field for jobs, the GOP can cement itself as a party of the working class across racial and ethnic lines. And I'll I'll add to that, um, the only... The only voter demographic where Trump did worse was with white people. And how much were these Bloomberg and Soros-affiliated groups? How many tens of millions were they thrown at this race? So congratulations, Democrats. You're now the party of the rich white guy. Enjoy that. Uh, Star County, Texas, is the most Hispanic county in America with 95.7 Hispanic population, 95.7%. Hillary Clinton won it in 2016 with 65% of the vote. Joe Biden won it, too but only by 5%. In Florida, Hispanic voters and young black men turned out for the GOP. Certainly it was not a majority of young black men, but it was significant enough number to help the GOP. There is a realignment coming as secular, rich white people leave the GOP for Democrats and more culturally conservative Hispanic and black voters leave the Democrats. All the data points to a few things. Donald Trump's policies are broadly popular. The nation just ensured a Republican Senate can block President Biden. The nation rewarded Republicans who would advance the president's agenda down to the state level. The president himself was a flawed and undisciplined messenger for his message, and the nation rejected him. Likewise, the nation rejected the progressive agenda that many Democrats want Joe Biden to pursue. In the month prior to the election, Democrats began openly bragging that they would scrap the filibuster— pack the Supreme Court, enact a government-run health care scheme, pass the so-called Green New Deal, and end fracking. So convinced of Joe Biden's win, they were boastful of these things. Concurrently, they blocked a COVID relief package, assuming they'd be able to use the failure of a deal to gain the Senate. American voters have flat-out rejected all of that. Americans have rejected the socialist revolution progressives called for. Americans have rejected court packing, government health care schemes, and silly environmental proposals. They embraced Joe Biden as a president. They would not uh, they embraced Joe Biden as a president they would not have to think about every day and rejected pass ever passing his and the Democrats' agenda. Voters rejected the Republican's messenger. Voters rejected the Democrats' message though the American political press has long cheered the end of a viable Republican party because of demographic shifts the GOP is net more viable now than the Democratic Party. And boy, does that set up well for the midterms because typically the midterms in a president's first term go against his party. So the Republicans are in great shape for the midterms in 2022. Not only will they have done redistricting, but then the midterms, they could possibly take over the House and maintain their majority in the Senate. Uh, I do want to take a quick call on line one. Uh, Dan is on, in Hopkins. He is on line one. Dan, you are on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go ahead.
6: Hey, Brad, I couldn't disagree with you more. If they reject socialism, they would never vote for Joe Biden because he will do whatever it takes he, to make the left happy, in you know, order to stay in power. So that just Eric Erickson. He can't I without I the Senate.
5: Can't do it without the U.S. Senate, Dan. Sorry. Can
6: make executive order, no, you he can't, can make executive order.
5: You can't do legislation by executive order, no.
6: Well, you can also repeal all of
5: Trump's executive orders. Well, sure, that's how it works. Executive orders are but only last no way.
6: for the, exa- the Brad, executive that's in power. Brad, there's no way Joe Biden got 10 million more votes than Hillary Clinton. As it stands now, that's a fraud. You never. You look at the rallies for Trump. Twenty plus percent showed up for former Democrat.
5: Rallies don't equal votes, saying, Dan. Though. I love you. The rallies don't equal votes. One
6: hundred thirty thousand votes showing up at three o'clock in the morning in Michigan, mail-in votes, all for Biden. Yeah. Give me a break. Observers were unable to watch. <sighs> the polls
5: and that's going to be brought I mean, up in court away. If that's brought up that's yeah. going to be brought up in the legislation in court let the or the, the uh lawsuit in yeah. court let the let let the lawsuit play out and see how it goes but it's not going to it's not going to change how it's how it ended the best
6: president since lincoln for what he's done for the country
5: yeah and he's you a terrible fight. messenger you
6: gotta fight for this yeah so but we'll he's, he's never a terrible messenger. Honest election after this there'll what? never be another honest election it's written with fraud. These mail out ballots based on what? We need evidence.
5: We need evidence. There's no evidence. What there's mean, not any about, hard how evidence.
6: How about poll watchers not being able to watch ballots? Right. How about people being turned away? They can't vote. How about people looking online for the vote and then it's been rejected when they voted for Trump? The, and
5: I mean, there is that evidence. There's okay. There's then then that will be brought forth in the lawsuit. That will be brought forth in the and lawsuit.
6: Like these, these people. These people are wicked they're all wicked the democrats the things they want from abortion to gay marriage to socialized medicine to open borders
5: i get it and it was rejected it was rejected it was rejected. it was rejected by the voters at the polls the wouldn't, republicans wouldn't, made a gain in the house well, and they kept the us senate it was rejected yeah but it's not it's not a rejection yes it, it Biden. yes it is no,
6: it's not. yes it socialist. is yes it is
5: no, that's He doesn't have the Senate The Democrats don't have the Senate If you don't have your party in control in the Senate You can't do jack
6: squat You can't That's well, basic civics they said, that, they said that this morning on, on Fox They're going to undo all of President Trump's executive orders the, All presidents do this for America.
5: All Executive so orders are as only as good elected. as the executive in power That's how it works Oh well, yeah, that's why we can't let them get in power it's,
6: it's, it's, it's executive
5: orders to are toothless history. executive orders are not legislation legislation has to be done by the legislative branch I and know, the Democrats do not vote. have the Senate so Joe Biden and his progressive pals can't can't get through their court well, packing no, they no, can't you, get through their socialism and all
6: these you know these olyinterest senators are going to vote for his supreme court nominees to that's true because romney rejected
5: amy coney bear oh wait he didn't he did not dan i appreciate the call you're wrong um call Take back anytime you're
6: wrong buddy you're wrong You're
5: wrong. yeah it's called basic <laughs> american civics the legislative branch is the only one that puts through legislation dan i love you i appreciate your call you've been a loyal listener but you're wrong in this you're wrong the democrats don't have control of the senate so you can't put through legislation if you don't have control of the body and the voters reject it. socialism that's a good thing One final segment coming up this hour. Go nowhere.
0: AM 1280, The Patriot. Cool voiceover zany sound effect uh we were gonna write a flashy promo about streaming us at radio.com but considering how easy it is to do we'll keep it simple too listen to the patriot on the free radio.com app With United Healthcare Medicare Advantage plans, there's so much to take advantage of, like zero dollar copays on hundreds of prescription drugs. Wow. Uh huh. Pick up at your local pharmacy, or take advantage of free delivery. To learn more, visit AdvantageWow.com. Wow. Uh
7: huh.
0: That's AdvantageWow.com.
7: Zero dollar copay may be restricted to particular tiers, preferred medications, or mail order prescriptions during the initial coverage phase, and may not apply during the cuff-to-cap or catastrophic stage. Free delivery with preferred mail order pharmacies.
1: Wow.
7: Please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro Life Across America is non-political and totally educational.
0: A baby's heart is beating
4: 18 days from conception. Pro Life Across. What does it mean to be a Christian woman in today's culture? How does your faith in Jesus Christ relate to the world around you? Sometimes to have faith can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and sometimes challenging landscape. That's why you need to visit iBelieve.com. iBelieve.com is a site designed for Christian women. iBelieve.com has blogs, videos, and even daily devotionals. Whether you're looking for advice, ideas for your church group, or just an uplifting message, visit iBelieve.com. That's iBelieve.com.
0: AM-1280, The Patriot, and iHeartRadio. They go together like the U.S. and Liberty. Listen at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app.
5: Welcome back. AM-1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network.
1: Thanks,
5: as always, for tuning in. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NARNshow. That's hashtag NARNshow. And uh, a friend of the show, Senator Dave Osmek, points out uh, he won the A side of his Senate district by 4,400 and the B side by about 200, which is a uh, 4,600-vote margin, 54%. And uh, Biden won his Senate district by 500 votes. So 5,000 people voted for Biden and solid conservative Osmic. So there you go. There, I mean, it, it happens. Okay, people got tired of Trump and his message, and they look at Joe Biden. You can, you can argue whether it's the right, it's the wise move to vote for Joe Biden, and Dan thinks Biden is a socialist. Why would, they, why would they, how could you stop socialism by voting in for Joe Biden? Well, a lot of Republicans that I know who are voting for Biden don't think that he's that much of a threat. Especially when he's neutered by a republican controlled Senate in a very slim majority in the House, and plus the midterms come up in two years where the Republicans expand their majorities in both chambers of Congress of both houses of Congress, and then you really have gridlock and I think gridlock's a good thing personally as a as a conservative but uh uh I, sorry folks didn't mean to get didn't mean to get all that heated i uh, I was telling John off air. I've been kind of spoiling for a fight because I've been hearing a lot of uh, unverifiable evidence and conspiracy theories about this whole election, and the numbers are what they are. People got tired of Trump. They just did. They liked his message. They liked his policies. But my wife and I, we've been talking about this and, and a lot of our friends, and it, if you want to just chalk this up to anecdotal evidence, that, that's that's your business. But I guarantee you a lot more people feel the way we do in that we just said, this presidency is exhausting. He has great he's doing been doing great things bringing in fantastic demographics to the republican party that no other republican presidential candidate has done but he's divisive and his press conferences step on the otherwise fantastic accomplishments that are taking place uh in congress and, and everywhere else so again it is possible to have had to be want to be rid of trump and bring in republicans in Congress, and I'll just say this: if, if if President Trump was reelected, okay, he wouldn't get anything done because Democrats still control the House and the Republicans would have the Senate, so they wouldn't get much done there. And then there would be overwhelming Democrat gains in two years because I guarantee he would continue to carry on business as usual with his bluster and divisiveness. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say that it'd be better for the prospects are better for Republicans in the 2020 midterms with Biden as president than Trump. Ooh, controversial statement. I want to get to these phone calls quick. Uh, We only have a minute or so for uh, each of these. Mike in Watertown is on line one. Mike, go ahead.
6: Yeah, hi. Uh, Yeah, I just wanted to mention an election official in one of the counties in Michigan that the software that was being used in 47 counties in Michigan out of the 84, that it actually had turned... Uh, thousands of Trump votes in the Biden votes. And yes. Six thousand vote swing. I heard this. And that, that software was used in the 47 other countries. And with those kind of Counties, numbers, yeah. it could easily change the, uh, the outcome in, in Michigan. And then also it's being stated that this same software was used in 30 other states. So it could be uh, a huge, huge electoral fraud and, and vote swing that could easily turn the, uh, the election at this point back to Trump.
5: Yeah, that means, that needs to be brought up in the lawsuit. I'm skeptical that it can ultimately turn it back to Trump. I don't think it's that pervasive. But, yeah, that ne- definitely needs to be brought up in the lawsuit and needs to be investigated. Mark in St. Louis Park is on line too. Mark, only got a minute. Uh, go ahead.
0: Brad, thanks, Lyle. I'll, I'll be real quick. I, I have a dozen reasons why there's about 70 million Trump supporters who don't believe in, that the election was done uh, without fraud. But I won't go into that now. Um, and that's a problem. As far as uh, uh, Joe Biden being president, the, the real plum is immigration. He doesn't need the Senate. There's so much a president can do as far as immigration, non-enforcement, dumping refugees, et cetera, et cetera, that he doesn't need the Senate. That's a huge thing for a president. And uh, that was my main reason to vote for Trump. Sure. So I'm very worried about that. And then uh, – Trust me, Joe Biden is going to be contributing to the two Republican senator uh, candidates in Georgia. He doesn't want the Democrats to win. Of course. He wants he wants a Republican Senate for the for the well, for the, for the elections two years from now. Biden wants a Republican Senate. I'll hang up and listen.
5: OK, yeah, I, I don't know about I don't know so much about that, but the Republicans will probably win those two Georgia races and have the uh, majority in the Senate. And then, yeah, I think the midterms are set up well for them because uh, it would be it would be wise of them to continue to uh, tout the very popular policies that the Trump administration touted. It's just they're going to have to do it um, without President Trump. Appreciate the call, Mark and Mike. And, uh, yeah, like I said, I don't want to get in too much of the fraud and the lawsuits uh, because I want to let that play out in the courts the way it's supposed to because I'm not a legal beagle. So I just want to hear how that's all going to play out. Hour number one, power-packed hour number one, on the way to the Museum of Broadcasting. It's in the books. Hour number two, coming back in mere moments, AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance, Radio Network. Go nowhere.
0: The Patriot Freedom Fan Club and New American Funding want to pay your mortgage next year. This is Tom Matiney from New American Funding, and I'm excited to be the sponsor of the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest. If you win, we'll pay your mortgage or rent for all of next year. That's extra money to take your family on vacation, put in a pool, or to help a friend in need. Enter once a day from now through December 20th at am1280thepatriot.com. The Christmas Mortgage Miracle from the Patriot Freedom Fan Club and me, Tom Matiney, at New American Funding.
1: Happy Thanksgiving from Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, dedicated to serving over 500,000 homeowners. They want to thank you, Twin Cities, for 90 years of servicing your heating, ventilation, and air conditioning needs. This holiday season might look different. More time at home, less time traveling. So make sure your comfort needs are met for the entire family. Take advantage of this Thanksgiving special and save $1,000 or more on a new high-efficiency furnace. Ask about payment options or 0% financing. You can take comfort in knowing that Standard Heating has been serving Twin Cities homeowners since 1930. A family business and proud to be woman-owned and operated. Learn how you can save $1,000 or more on your new furnace at standardheating.com patriot. That's standardheating.com patriot. Thank you, Twin Cities, for trusting Standard Heating with your comfort and safety since 1930. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, providing the comfort you deserve.
3: Want to give a truly unique gift at half the regular price? It's a hot air balloon ride at treetop level across the St. Croix River Valley. The memory becomes sweeter knowing you paid half the regular price through this special radio offer. Float quietly along somewhere between the lush green earth below and wide open expanse of the blue sky above. To purchase a private ride for two from Stillwater Balloons at half off the regular price, go to this station's website, click on the More tab, and half price offers. Or call the station now.